Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to be taking a look at another big Finnish story, and it's a fifth Doctor story, uh, Necromantia. Um, but um, first, we're going to do the news. Now, I've got to say, but before we go on to the news, actually, when we posted we're going to be doing Necromantia, we, we, we did have a, a few, um, how can I put it, not not too kind sort of like reviews of this story to be honest. So um, doesn't as, as, opposed, as opposed to not too kind reviews of the podcast. Yeah, I know it does make a change to flip the news elsewhere, <laughs> the, the comments elsewhere. Um, yeah, so I don't know if if we're going to agree with them or not because we we don't know each other's opinions at the moment, do we? we we've no. not discussed this beforehand, so we shall find out what we think later on. Let's see if we agree yes. with with the listeners or not. Yes. But first, the news. Now, we're going to start off with some sad news uh, that uh, Alan Bennion, who's best known for playing um, an ice lord in uh, the Seas of Death, Curse of Peladon, and the Monster of Peladon, has died at the age of 88. Now, it's quite an iconic role, really, isn't it? We were sort of shortly sort of discussing this before we shortly start recording. Yeah. And we never saw his face ever. And he had he had appeared on television in other things. Um, it says here uh, things like Juliet Bravo, Family at War, The Gentle Touch. We both have been on uh, Family at War. Has recently been on uh, what's it called? Talking Movies Channel. Yeah. And now the and now the Gentle Touch is on Talking Movies as well. So might sort of try and um, sort of uh, catch that actually. But so uh, it's also been things like Zed Cars and the Ronnie Corbett sitcom Sorry uh, as well. Uh, but I think what what sold it for me was he's he had such a distinctive voice. Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, I think actually some of the enduring nature of the Ice Warriors is due to him. It is more so more, than the actual Ice Warriors the, themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I always found yeah. it really memorable, and plus the fact that you know uh, he also started out as a as a, a bad guy. In the seas of death, and the time we got to the curse of Peladon, he was playing a, a you know a good guy, and there was there were sort of subtle differences in his performance. Yeah, and of course, in no, Monster I mean, of Peladon, yeah. he was acting as a good guy and was actually a bad guy. So you know, he brought a, a bit of both to the story there. But, um, but you, you've got to say spoilers before you give us that sort of news. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the Monster of Peladon is, is looked down upon as not a very very good story, but I think he was good in it though. Yeah. You know, it is, yeah. is a bit of a you know a daft story with the with the badger miners and all that. But uh, no, he I thought he's, he's he was always good um, as the Ice Lord. So uh, no, quite sad, when, quite sad. It's yeah. um, it just seems. Wait, look, look. Sorry, you're going. I was going to say, just looking at the at the thing, the news bit on it. You know, saying he played played Slar, he played the Scorpion in Sexton Blake, and mm. he played Ted Williams in Juliet Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a come down after all those names, isn't it? <laughs> Ice Lord, the Scorpion, Ted. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. So no, very, so I say very fondly remembered in that role, most yeah, definitely. And, and, yeah, one of the people who can actually say I probably uh, made that that character an enduring character. Yes. Indeed, indeed. I think I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of our listeners will will certainly agree with that sentiment. Certainly will. Now uh, on to other news. Now, if you haven't been keeping your finger on the pulse uh, lately, seriously, the Doctor has completed filming. Uh, I'm assuming this this includes the 
mysterious Christmas special? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but again, there's not a lot of news coming out of. I thought we had another. <clears throat> excuse me, another uh, photograph release, haven't we? Of of Jodie Whitt- Whittaker standing on top of a rock. Yes, holding the sonic screwdriver. Uh, but that's that's been about it, really. That's been about it. So basically, it's it's the principal photography has finished um, filming. So obviously, I suppose it now goes into post production for special effects and any uh, ADR that needs to be done, editing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. Yeah. So uh, so we've got to sort of tell us that that is the is a photograph of the clapperboard saying that's a wrap on it, and that's it. That's it. That's it. But. There is one other thing that they're filming, though, as we, we, we found out today, is there is going to be a Children in Need Doctor Who special again this year. And apparently the reason this was found out was somebody saw a notice on the doors to Rothlock Studios. Right. Saying that there was the Doctor Who film was taking <laughs> place. Yeah, <laughs> filming special cut come this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this way to the secret recording. It was, wasn't it, basically? <laughs> Gordon Bennett, yeah, I've got so much of the secrecy there, but um, yeah, so I mean, you know, that that's, does appear to be a bit of a um, has been a staple of children need over the last few years. You get a little Doctor Who oh, last less than five minutes usually, doesn't it? But I'm kind of well, glad. I, know, I mean, is it, I'm glad the they're sort of carrying the tradition, really. In the last couple of years, though, it is actually only we've had a clip. No, you're right. The, you're right. Yes, we the, have, haven't the we? The forthcoming series. So. That's quite interesting, if they are actually going to do something. Something special. Yeah. Well, I suppose really is it's, I suppose at the time this airs, it will be in the middle of the series. Yeah. Aired. So we're assuming this starts in October. So Children Aid is always on uh, towards the middle of November, isn't it? Yeah, mid to the end of November. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be quite interesting to actually see something appear mid-series. Actually. Yeah, because I think I, so I think when they've been sometimes it's even just it's 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 a clip from the Christmas special, isn't it? In the past, yes, yes, because Doctor Who's aired that much earlier in yeah. the year. So yeah, so as you, yeah, you're right, absolutely right. I've completely forgotten. Yeah, we just had a, a quick clip of uh, was it Capaldi and uh, David Bradley, didn't we? Yeah, interacting briefly, and that and that was about it, really. Hmm. I can't remember it was the year before, to be honest. No idea. Absolutely no, no idea. I can't. can't remember. There you go. So anyway, so if, if there is any more news on that, obviously we shall, we shall bring it to you. Now, uh, next up, we have some big finish news. There's going to be um, some more Fourth Doctor um, audio adventures, as we know, um, as played by Tom Baker. And this means they'll be continuing his, his adventures up until 2021. So they've, yeah. they've certainly got a few in the can, which we previously discussed in other other podcasts, and you know, I thought we, you know, for obvious reasons. However, this is reuniting the E Space Tardis crew because it's reuniting uh, John Leeson as K Nine, Lala Wald as Romana, Matthew Waterhouse as Adric, and of course Tom Baker as the Doctor. I mean, it's the dream team everyone's been calling for. <laughs> well, they released a photograph um, which looks suspiciously. Photoshopped um, because I know I've sort of been reading a few things about us and reading what people have been exchanged on Twitter. When Tom and Lala record, they record separately. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it's because they still don't get on. I don't think Lala will get on with Matthew Waterhouse either. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not too sure who records with who here. 
uh, and whether John Leeson's just acts as a peacemaker between the three of them. I've got really no idea. Um, but anyway. <laughs> and, and is he down on all fours while he's recording? <laughs> I don't know, Paul. He's, he's a bit old now. His hit might have gone by now. Who oh, knows? Know, but, yeah. um, but anyway, the stories we've got. Um, we've got Purgatory 12 by Mark Platt. Chase the Night by Jonathan Morris. The Planet of Witches by Alan Barnes. And of course, I don't think this, this could have happened with the Space crew. We've got the, the Quest of the Engineer by Andrew Smith, who we all know uh, yeah. created the character of Adric. Yeah. And, and the, I think the whole Space thing. So, um, yeah, so there we go. There we go. So apparently these are going to be... Um, <laughs> out- not, 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 oh, not to give a, give a foretaste of what our review might be later on, but when he said The Planet of Witches, a shiver went down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we'll come on to that later. We'll come on to that later. Now, this this series, this is like series nine. It's going to be split into two. So you're going to have the first two stories released in January 2020 and the next two stories released in February 2020. Okay, so there there we go. There we go. So um, we haven't really sort of dipped too much into the Fourth Doctor stories, have we? No, I think we've done two or three, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So I think we might have to uh, return to them fairly, fairly shortly. Fairly shortly. Yes. Okay, now next up in the news, now you might remember a few weeks ago we um, brought you news of the BBC uh, taking legal action against the leak uh, that went out of the it was 50, uh, 53 second leak from the first episode of the upcoming series of Doctor Who. Now they were um, targeting Tapper Talk, um, which is a, a, a US based mobile platform. And on the 2nd of August, they filed a request in the United States District Court of the Western District of Washington State under the terms of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Um, and basically, yes, as you, as you will all be familiar with. Um, and basically, the, the subpoena asks Microsoft, so they're really are escalating this now, it's going to Microsoft to disclose the details of the owner of the OneDrive account, which the stolen clip was, or, excuse me, was stored. Um, and it also lists the clip name. Um, and seeks access to the details of the person uploading the clip. Now, the interesting thing is, under the- I don't think we're going to keep saying clip and Microsoft because it brings back too many unhappy memories, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. I'm having like Nam style flashbacks now. <laughs> no, it says the. Now, the interesting thing is, the subpoena doesn't need. Sorry, guys. I see you're. I see you're taking someone to court. Would you like a hand with that? Yes. <laughs> Well, anyway, let me finish this news story. The subpoena, interestingly enough, doesn't need to be approved by a judge. It can just be um, simply checked by a court clerk for for completenessness and then before being issued to the service provider, which I I, I don't know. Now, as you are the legal expert of the podcast, Paul, is is that sort sort of thing um, the same UK law? Um, Or or are you going to defer to your learned colleague? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably would be. Oh dear! I, susp- I mean, you know, I, I, I suspect you you have to go to a judge for, in this country. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or at least you probably might have to go to a master, which would be even more interesting. <laughs> Does he zap it with his little dildo gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> That's what goes on behind closed doors of the British court system. 
Oh, dear. yeah. So this is this is certainly rolling on. Anyway, this is certainly rolling on, and the BBC aren't giving up on this one, which is uh, which is quite interesting. Because um, as, yeah. as we said before, the previous leaks have actually come from within the BBC, so the guys they take themselves to court, can they? So or take legal no, action. Yeah, we, we see if this does go back to somewhere high powered in the BBC. If it all suddenly goes quiet. Yes. It, <laughs> Yeah, all the news sources have just been deleted, and yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, no, no, no. What, 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 what court case? Right? Don't know anything about that. No, no, we've deleted our Twitter account. No, no. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So if we get any more, any more, or come across any more news on that, obviously we'll uh, we'll bring it up on the podcast. Now, lastly, in the news. Some nice happy news, actually. The Doctor Appreciation Society have one permission to. Um, Honour William Hartnell with a Blue Heritage plaque. Now, for those of you um, who aren't familiar with this, um, famous sort of landmarks um, in the UK will have a plaque or, or can have a plaque placed on them. If, like, a certain famous person, it could be like a politician, an actor, poet, right, you know, wherever they might be, um, they might have been born in the house or lived in the house, or, or, or it's usually houses, usually, yes. yeah, yeah, in, in most circumstances. But they've um, asked to have a, a plaque put up um, at the Ealing Studios in West London, which is obviously where we know where um, the first filming for Doctor Who uh, took place. Now, the before the plaque could be made, the Doctor Who Pressure Society have to raise the funds to do so. Now, they've done this before for um, heritage plaques for Verity Lambert, which were placed at the Riverside Studios in 2014, um, and also John Pertwee at the New Wimbledon Theatre in 2016. So in the coming weeks, um, the just to shorten the, the Doctor Appreciation Society, the DWAS, um, will be announced a number of ways that people can join in and and uh, and fund uh, that that plaque to go up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So and basically they're trying to do it in, like taking part in fundraising things without having to take you know without part with large sums of money to do so. So yeah. uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, and then people who do help to raise funds will enter a competition to win tickets to the unveiling, uh, which will take place, as it says, in the company of friends, colleagues and family. That's, it, says, it says like quite a nice a nice little event to attend, actually, if it, if it ever comes yeah. off. And I certainly hope it does. Yes. I certainly hope it does. So uh, if you want to keep up, um, uh, keep up, to, up to date on the, uh, on the project, just head on over to the uh, DWAS website. And on their Facebook page as well. So there we go. There we go. So that is it for the news for another week. So coming up next is our review of uh, Necromancia from Big Finish. So for another week then, that was the news. Right then, everybody, we're going to now talk about Necromantia. It was lost in days gone by, when our lots did fly. Why we will be again, when Shara's hooves do be a trap. It's been a hard day for you. Such a long journey. Yes. Yes, it has been quite a day. Would it seem rude of me to ask who you are? <laughs> That's the trouble with you fair-haired types. No resistance to the old sun's ray. <laughs> my men are about to die for you. Correction, they're my men, Commander. I own them and I own you. Lift up 
thine eyes to the heavens, my sister. The temple of Shara is threatened once more. Yeah, why did you suggest necromantia? You're quite warm, Sibos. Sometime join a battle in the necromantia district, methinks. Please, Doctor, necromantia. Any particular reason? Four great legs, a mane of fire, hooves that flash lightning. Surprise me. This is the mausoleum of Shara. Shara's buried here. So strong, he sounds like a god. He walks among us. He was the embodiment of life and the fire of death. Good and evil in one. The other is coming. Walking the ramparts of space and time with the anti-god. Soon, soon the new era shall begin. <laughs> More tea, Doctor? Tea. And it's my turn to kick this one off, isn't it? Yes, As, it as we decided. <laughs> um... Yeah. Now, I think before we put, actually before we go any further, as usual, to put the usual statement out. Um, this was released in two thousand and three, so it's been out there for a while. So, as we're discussing this story, there will be spoilers to the story. Yes. So, if you haven't listened to this and don't want it to be spoiled, stop listening now. Go and listen to the story, and then come back and listen to us. Okay. So yeah. there you are. You have been warned. You have been warned. Uh, now, um, I think all I'm going to say is I'm glad I bought this as part of the ninety nine p sale. <laughs> I was I was going to say, actually, go back and ignore that previous comment. Don't go and listen to this. <laughs> go back to us. Do you know what? I when when I, I've I've listened to this a couple of times now, and I, I forced myself to listen to it, a, 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 you know, a second time. <laughs> You're a braver man than me. I know, I know, I know. Um, I, I suffer for my art, and um, oh, sorry, sorry, as actually say, my craft. <laughs> When I was going to say that's an hour and 50 minutes of my life I'm never going to get back. But I did listen to episode one twice. That's even longer than Well, do you know what? I, when I finished listening to this, and I listened to it once, listened to it again, and on both occasions I thought, this is exactly the kind of story that John Nathan Turner would have given the green light for. Yeah. Really, because it is an absolute clash of different ideas and things that's been done before as far as I'm concerned and mm. um, I don't know about you but on both occasions I was listening to this I thought this has got the same sort of plot beats as the case of Androzani uh... where you've got you've got the big corporation one yeah. guy at the top who's basically whacking the competition has got everybody un- under under his under his heel He's secretly yeah. in league with the people who you, th- who are, you know, who are the bad guys. In this case, it's the witches. I was going to say, hey, did did you find him turning to your speaker to speak directly to you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just found it, it was so similar in, in so many ways. Um, and then I mean, obviously, we don't benefit from the fact of knowing who the hell um, <laughs> Eremem is. At all, no. Uh, because the, but this follows now. Apparently, this f- sits in between. Um, it takes place between Planet of Fire and the Caves of Androzani, yeah. and after the big finished story, No Place Like Home, 
which we yes. haven't heard. So we don't know where Eremem came from, and we don't know a thing about the cat either. It seems to have some alien intelligence locked in its head. And we and we can't remember the name of the cat either, can we? No. No. I, I slight, Slightly worse than that is I actually have heard the story that she came into the... Oh, you have? All right. ...range, but it was so long ago that I've, I've only got vague memories of it, so oh, it didn't dear. really help that much. No, no, obviously not. <laughs> no. So... I mean, to, to be honest, I'm not totally sure that anything would have helped them that much. No, I don't think so, really. I really don't think... Yeah, it was a bit... Um, well, I mean, let's. I mean, I mean, really. I can, mean, can I start? Can I start with actually what I enjoyed? Go on, go on. I like the bit of cricket. <laughs> it was a hot day. I was out listening to it. It seemed quite fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the rest of it, though. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Um, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay. I think. Uh, you know what? I really don't know where to start with this one. I really don't know where to start. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm actually lost for words on this one because right. I, it's, did. I wouldn't say it was awful. It's just, well, is that really? Was it? Was it? Was it really worth my time listening to it? And was it really worth their time putting it together? To be honest, right, it, I think sure, sure. it's one of the weakest stories I've listened to so far. Can I say actually that some of this was actually quite disturbing? I thought. Um. Particularly from a woman's point of view. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, um, Perry gets naked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, but basically, women are there to be leered at. Yeah. Sexually assaulted, which then has no seems to have no emotional effect afterwards on the woman. No. Um, it. Yeah, it just seems to be you know you oh you gave as good as you got. Yeah. Really. It, yeah. That's as if, if that that so it's like it wasn't so bad then. What? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That that was really peculiar, really peculiar. Uh, and the other thing as well, when when the, we we first meet the Doctor Perry and Eremem on the uh, whatever planet they were on, they go around that market, and all Perry and again, it was this such a, a a cliche thing, sort of like her and Eremem could do some serious shopping. Shopping, yeah, yeah. While well, he goes off and. Gets repairs for the TARDIS. Yeah. Now, I know things have moved on a lot since 2003, but even by 2003 That's standards, there's a yeah. lot wrong with this story and in its, uh, its sort of portrayal of the female characters and, and what, you know, what, and how women are supposed Wait, to deal this, with if things. This, it's if this just was Doctor Who in the 70s, we'd be sitting there going, well, I suppose that was the time. <laughs> yeah. How does 2003? Yeah. Shouldn't really be. Though. No, I mean, I mean, even in the seventies, yeah. It, I know we're looking at it through you know, modern sensibilities and everything, but you say, okay, that were the attitudes of the nineteen seventies. It's not right, but though, though, that's what people that's what thought. Was, that's yeah. what it was, right but or wrong. I, that's what it was. Um, but to find it still there in two thousand and three is, yeah. Hmm. So that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It, it was almost like a script written by J, uh, given the green light by J and T, because. Yeah. He loved putting Perry in, in all sorts of peril, yeah, and being as, and as you say, being leered at all the time. Um, and this was no different at all. And uh, yeah, it, it it did make quite uncomfortable listening sometimes. Yeah, it really did. It really did. I, I can completely agree with you. Um, 
I think the other thing as well, I rapidly lost track of who was who. Yeah, t- too too many people trying to act their accent off the off the radio, wasn't there? Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, can we start with the witches? Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I've got a, I've got a note that just says too much cackle. It was, wasn't it? It was. Oh God, it was relentless, and I'm still struggling to understand why they had to be witches. Yeah, it could have just pay you. It could have just been a cult. That's all it needed. Why did they have to be witches? And what actually made them all powerful to sort of well, dis- get, to destroy? Get, it, you know, get, get, getting back to why this is not a great, great story for women. One of my the other my other note. This this tells you how bad this was. I actually started making notes. Oh God, you never make notes, do you? <laughs> notes, no. My first one is all women are witches. I really, really want to get the author and just sort of say, was it a bad time? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Yeah, um, I, re- I really hope you're over her now. <laughs> well, I, I'm not gonna. I, well, yeah, I'm not gonna name the person who wrote this um, because I, I don't want to give him any credit, really, <laughs> to be honest. Because I, yeah, it was not. Uh, um, yeah, it was not a good story at all. No. It wasn't good. It wasn't. What really wasn't good. Um, I think the the main cast certainly gave it their all. <laughs> to be I, honest, I think to, I they think, made the best of a, ba- a, a bad ex- job. You know. I think that might actually have been the problem was the fact that they actually had so little to work with in terms of yeah. storyline. Yeah. But they then just thought, oh, well, I'm wise. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I've got to. Got to. Got to earn my money here. So wait for this accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, that there's a couple of sort of like famous, um, famous faces in this because you've got Glyn Owen. Um, who previously appeared in um, Power of Kroll yeah. as Commander Harlan. Uh, and then you've got Simon Williams, um, who was in, I always forget this wrong, which uh, which Dalek story was it with McCoy? I always get it wrong. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know which one it is. I don't, yeah, always, always remembrance, always, remembrance of the Daleks. I always, always get resurrection and remembrance mixed remembrance, up for some reason. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, remembrance of the Daleks. Um, and he plays Paul Addison or Shara, who yeah. is who is the um, how can you put it? I suppose you say like the, the the MacGuffin of the story, really. Yeah. Now, now my, who happens, to, who happens oh. to be a centaur as well for no good reason? Huh. Uh, this this may just have been how just. Desperate I was to get out of this story. When, when when you get the big sort of bit between the Doctor and Shara, yeah, I did think that Shara sounded like Bernard Breslau. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I was just waiting for him to say seed. <laughs> I only asked. <laughs> What was it's just like a sort of breathy Bernard Breslau. I don't know. It's just a bit. <laughs> what was that song he did? Yeah, the couple of songs, didn't they? Oh, don't it? ask me. Was it? They were making mad, passionate love. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I never. I know. I never. I never thought about Bernard Breslau. Now you mention it. Yes. Yes. There is that. There is a big similarity. <laughs> oh crikey! 
Yeah, the, 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 so, yeah. yeah the, the things you cling on to to keep yourself Keep yourself amused. sane and amused. Yeah, I know, I know. But the things in this story, I mean, it, it does end on a, on a cliffhanger where... I, I need to go back to the witches again because not only are they witches, they're also basically cannibals as well. Yeah. And they... And dead. And, did they, and, and, and dead. And did they bring the dead back to life again of the, like the crew from the ships that they destroyed at the beginning of the story or just use their blood for whatever reason it was or just I, yeah just just for sacrifice and whatever yeah, yeah. i couldn't really figure out why <laughs> no yeah no um there was no rhyme or reason as to why the doctor or, or and particularly perry well like the, you know the you know the chosen people yeah. For, for for all for whatever reason they were meant to be chosen for, I I either it wasn't clear. I just wasn't paying attention. One of the yeah, two. no, no, yeah. Perry just seemed to suddenly, oh, well, we've captured you, so you're the chosen one. Yeah. As if like, oh, because well, you're a female and we've captured you, you're the chosen one. Yeah, and because you're a female, you're going to be stripped naked and then caressed in the bath by the witches, while, yeah. whilst making almost like moaning noises. And then get rescued by a man who drags you out the bath naked and then just says, I'm trying not to think about that and shows where her clothes are. So, yeah, yeah it's just, yeah, weird. Really, really you got weird. The, it was almost like, you know, sort of fan fiction thing, wasn't it? Was. It this was. Somebody... This was fan wank, basically. This, this, was is... somebody, this was somebody's fantasy there. Yeah. They just suddenly put into the foot. I know, and I'm really... I, I, I feel really... You know, I've enjoyed all the big finished stories that we've covered so far, and I feel really, really bad about having to slag this one off. But I don't feel I could do anything else, really. No, I mean, I, mean, I hope what we get from this one is we appreciate the good ones even more. <laughs> mm. Yeah, damn straight, damn straight. Yeah, I just could. But as I was saying, the the, the witches actually kill the doctor in this story, yeah. and then feast on his head, basically. And then, I mean, it's just yeah. That, I mean, that was, just, and you knew that was like you're just thinking, as done as a, as a, as as a cliffhanger, wasn't it? To the it end was of end of episode, episode two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you're just like, what? We know this isn't going to be. There's going to be some stupid way of been bringing him back. And there was, and it was, yeah, which didn't make sense particularly. No. No, I mean, I, I don't fully understand the whole Shara thing, which which, it which kept sounding power. like which kept sounding like over like Sharon or Sharda. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was thinking, yeah, I was, I was thinking Sh- when I first heard it, I thought, oh, this is going to be a some connection to Sharda. Mm. When no. I first, the if first only, if no. only, eh? only, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a big disappointment. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, he seemed to have unlimited power, other than to do anything, other than bring the doctor back. Well, the whole thing was just so he could live for eternity in this, which appeared to be like a a, a, a time loop, for for yeah. a better description. He then pulls the doctor into the time loop at the point of death, and is somehow able to return him. So just before the just point before the death. point, but this is after the lodestone's been removed, which you would have thought would have put everything crashing down. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly that there's so many factions involved in this, all trying to get hold of this lodestone, and, and I, 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 
which then ended up serving absolutely no purpose whatsoever because it got blown up by yeah. the one person who was after it in the first place. And then the Lodestone's place is taken by the cat. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, not great. This one was not great at all. Not great. So I know we just we just ruined it for you, but believe I mean believe me. If you did stop um, listening to this so-called review, because it's not a review, really, is it? So if I'm if I'm perfectly <laughs> honest, to go and listen to this, I apologise for saying stop now <laughs> and listen to this. Yeah. I really do. And for those of you who post on her on her Facebook, um, sort of like giving your little four-word reviews or just going why. Um, yeah, you, you were bang on. We know. Uh, and please, yeah. and please inform us if we ever come across any more stinkers like this when we announce them. So. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to listen to them regardless anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah. You've, you, you've got to have a little darkness to appreciate the light. You do, you do. <laughs> um, but I think, really, I mean, I didn't want those those comments to sort of cloud my judgment. and it didn't. I went into this with, like, an open mind and, you know, I, I sort of, like... Well, yeah, yeah, I can, I can see exactly where 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 you're coming from on this one. Mm. I, I, yeah, don't, I don't, I don't know if it's Mar- the same Mar- reason. My other note on this was the cat, the cat basically made a decision to kill itself at the end. I think it had the right idea. I think it did actually. Well, so, well let's go talk the, the the performances. I mean, Peter Davison um, as the Doctor uh, didn't really have a lot to do. He didn't really. Uh, he was dead for most of the story, even though he's sort of like in some sort of weird afterlife thing. Why it didn't regenerate, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether, you know... Perhaps it's like Highlander. You just, just you take their head and that's that. Was this, well, wasn't that <laughs> done in the um, the last series about to, like, to kill Missy was sort of like at the, at the base of the brainstem or something oh, to, to, to stop that. regeneration or something? I don't know. But obviously this was way before that was even thought of. So, yeah, yeah so the Doctor didn't regenerate... Um, as you say, he, he he did sit out most of the story. To be honest, and and again was pretty ineffectual, which is typical yeah. Fifth Doctor. To, if I'm perfectly honest, because hmm. the Fifth Doctor never really influenced the outcome of, of a lot of his stories, did he? It was it was someone else did it, or it it, it was by hap, you know happenstance or something. Yeah, I mean, I think probably the best character in this, to a certain extent, was Commander Harlan. Yeah. Yeah. I've... At least you could see that he had a purpose going through. Yeah. That you couldn't really quite understand. I mean, that that was that seemed to be yeah a logical character, even though he was a uh, basically a rapist, really, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that you know a good character, no, but a logical character. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially saying you know. It was, yeah, I mean, even that was odd with the female because he had a female number two. Mm. You know, to I, I just don't know at what point. Well, that's the other thing as well because the um, oh god, what's the the uh, the Mar character mm. who was the head of this big corporation? He had a female number two. Yeah. Um, who then basically sort of betrayed him, pretty much yeah. like the female number two did. Uh, in the case of Androsani. So there's another little and comparison thinking, there. And there's another one. Yes, women betray you as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't trust don't trust the woman, that's what they're saying there, isn't it? 
<laughs> just, just, just let it all out. Come and, on. And do you know what? I couldn't understand why the Mar character was in cahoots with the witch. Why? Why was the witch giving it all up for him? Yeah, yeah. What was she getting well, from? I it? couldn't understand what she. She seemed to think she was getting the immortality. This sort of. With, with Shara, and then they had the Mar character going for the same thing as well. She obviously knew that's what he was after it for. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why she. Was, I must have missed something there. I must have. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they were supposed to be worshiping their god. Yeah, and it was just yeah a bit odd as to yeah why was why what was she going to get out of it from him? I couldn't f- figure that out. I mean, I know, I know he was supposed to be building another generator or another place where the same as theirs. So whether the fault was that either he or her was going to be the god in that one, mm. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, how she ha- that just yeah, it just didn't make sense what he'd promised her and why she would believe him. No. No, I, could, I just could not figure it out at all. Could not and, he, and, he, out. And, he, and he was just so over the top evil, weren't it? It was, you know, it was every time someone ran, walked out of a room, it was kill him. <laughs> it was. You expect him to have like a dick dastardly moustache as well, didn't you? Constantly <laughs> twiddling the ends of it every time he did say evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It, yeah, it was such a disappointment. This story, it really was a disappointment. Um... I think let's go on to like Nicola Bryant. Uh, again, just given a sort of standard Perry type story. Yeah. You know, in various states of undress and all completely nude in in uh, one case, and um, you know, constantly being leered at or groped. Yeah, it's not wasn't great. Um, the Eremem character, I I wasn't vested in at all because I don't, I don't know where the character come from. No. So when the, I mean, the end of episode one ended with her being shot, I thought, well, you know, I suppose that matters to somebody, but it doesn't matter to me at the moment. So. <laughs> you, you were sitting there going, kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we, well, then we got the um, the witch um, character. The, was it Jaldor Cole? Was, was that the witch? Yeah, yeah um, played, by, so, yeah. played by Judy Cohen. It was your bog standard witch cackling um, with, yeah, with the I, screechy voice, and it might as well, you know, from like Wish of Wicked, the, uh, uh, the Wicked Witch of the West, really, for all it yeah. was worth. I, I, and then, and then all the just the the background cackling, you know, all the all time. All the time, yeah, yeah. It just got, you know, it's, it it got past the point of being. It was it wasn't atmospheric. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was. It took all that out. It was. You're just sitting there. Oh, can't I just actually? Can I? Can we just get rid of that a bit, and then I can actually just follow the story. Yeah. Because you just did just because because of how over the top everybody was. I think that's why you lost the lost the what story there was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes you couldn't actually make out what was being said by people because it was being done. I, mean, I think that was the only one about the only thing about. Um, the Mar character was at least you could understand was you know a normal accent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wasn't. And the only actual bit where you actually had 
a reasonable conversation in this was the cricket bit. Well, it, yeah, it Before, was really, wasn't it? Yeah. You were just you were just won over by the sound of um, leather hitting willow, weren't you? So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I had to do something to take my mind off this episode. <laughs> So, again, were you holding that cricket bat and thinking, kill them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, and, and, no, and another yeah. character that's thrown into the mix of the, 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 the uh, Yao Rom character yeah. by Nigel Fares. Um, Who that, also goes around saying, I have to kill, kill them. them. <laughs> I, do you know, that, that for me, that really was one character too many. It just, I mean, that, that's actually the point in this. There isn't any likable characters. No, there's none. Absolutely none. Absolutely none. It's um, yeah. I I, I will not be listening to this story again. I don't. Th- I don't think it's no. got any any um redeeming features. redeeming features or, or, or re-listenable features at all. To be honest, no. This one, I'm, I'm, no, I'm there, really there sorry to say. No. For all the killing in this, this, as you as you say that, there just wasn't a point where you just thought, "Oh no, <laughs> I've killed that person." Yeah, I know. It's um, yeah, didn't didn't really um enjoy this at all. Yeah, I think I might stop this review saying, you know, it wasn't that bad a story. And now I'm talking about. No, it was actually. It was. I, I've it completely was. contradicted myself. Actually, and I'm, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I, not contradicted myself. Corrected myself. I should say. I've been sitting there spanking myself going, you've been a naughty boy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of leather wrong with life. That's punishment. You're going to listen to Necromantia again. <laughs> Anything but that. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it is a disappointment. And I think for the first time ever, I'm going to say I would not recommend you listen to this story. No. No, yeah. There are. I mean, I, I was going. To, I should have looked at how many big finish stories there were because there's that many to listen to before this. one. I know, I know. But well, we thought we'd just get, we thought we'd go back to the, like near the beginning of you know yeah. of the big finish canon, and you know because you know we 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 tended to, to gravitate towards the more ones done in recent years. Yeah. Um, it's horrible to say 2003 isn't in recent years now. Yes. <laughs> That's quite frightening, actually. So yeah, so we dip it into the earlier, the earlier um, stories. Um, some of them have, have been gone. I mean, the Colin Baker ones have been outstanding so far. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, this one wasn't. No. This one wasn't. So I ho- hopefully, the next time we, we uh, return to a, a Fifth Doctor story, it's a massive improvement on this one. Yeah, I mean there has been decent Fifth Doctor stories we've done. Yeah, there has. It's just the, uh, this one. I just don't. I don't. I don't actually think it matters which Doctor it would have been. No, I just don't, I'm not sure anyone would have saved this. No, no, I don't. I think you're right. I think you're right on that. Anyway, shall we call that a day? I think we will. I think yeah. we will. Yeah, before we actually just start smashing things up. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Before we start blaming, trying to pass the blame as whose choice this was. <laughs> I think you'll find it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> you see, listeners, it goes back to again him putting no effort into it. He just, he just quickly flicked through his eye for, oh, I'll just do that one. <laughs> Very flippant remark he made. <laughs> and see where that gets us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've learnt my lesson there. <laughs> I bet you haven't. <laughs> I know. Okay, everybody, so that wraps up... Um, this episode for this particular week. Um, 
So our next uh, podcast is actually going to be another video podcast. Uh, that will be out um, week after next. Uh, so then when we're back after that, I think we're on... Are we doing a Target book? Um... Or are we back onto the series one? So we we, we I were discussing think we this. We're going to go back onto the series. Yeah, because we haven't got a lot of time, have we? We haven't got a lot of time in between to no uh, do that. So yeah, we might go back. We have the second with, part. Yes, with the Doctor right. dances. I think is what we're yes. uh, going to be back with. Yeah, yeah. But let's say, and then we do a book. Then, yeah, then we'll do Target after that. So um, yeah. so yeah, and we know which one we're going to do. It's not because we haven't made up our mind. No, no, just have, actually having the time to do it because we, we, we've yeah. we've got. Um, Sort of clashing holidays coming up. Well, I'm yes. going to be away, and and when I get back, you're going to be away. So, so we're having to record stuff um, in advance. This is yep. not, so not like us, is it? <laughs> no. So, uh, so anyway, yeah. So there's a video podcast next, and then two weeks after that, um, it will be a the uh, Doctor Dances review. So yes, there we are. There we are, everybody. So until next time, then. It is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Who's he?